0: This is the Starcoach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 264. We're not experts. We're not consultants.
1: It's the one profession where our conversation is 100% directed at our, our client. In other words, this is about exploring what they know, not what we know. Right. And we have our tools at the MCC level that helps pull that awareness, that wisdom from them, they discover it. It's that old adage, you can teach a man to fish, or you can give him a fish, which is the life skill that will serve him better. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're going to teach him. Well, it's the same thing here. When our clients discover things for themselves, it's far more powerful than if we tell them what we think. And I think it was Laura Whitworth who once said, intuition is 100% correct, but our interpretation is not.
0: Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Welcome. Thanks for being here. I know that there are so many different ways you could be spending your time right now. And the fact that you are with me here at the Star Coach Show means the world to me. We have a really special show for you today, so I think you're going to thank yourself for being here today. And as we get into what we're going to be focusing in on today's episode, I want to start by letting all of you know just how grateful I am for your place in my life, for being a listener of the show. Tomorrow in the United States, as the show goes live, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. And in general, this time of the year, and hopefully all times of the year, we're able to focus in on gratitude and those things that just make our life brighter. But I can honestly say that all of you as my listeners make my life brighter, knowing that I can bring information forward to help you engage with your clients more powerfully, build the kind of businesses that you want, engage in organizations that create an impact in those organizations. If you come to the Star Coach Show to help you build those kinds of impacts in your life, well, that just lights me up and and I am oh so grateful for that. So happy Thanksgiving across the world, even though it is a, a specific holiday here in the United States, I just want to to share my gratitude with all of you. Equally grateful for all my fabulous guests, and that includes my guest today. Annie Gilson is joining us for the second time to talk about coaching mastery. Now, one of the things that I hear oh so often from listeners, from the coaches with whom I work as a mentor is how to get past some of those common stumbling blocks that we can have as coaches when we're trying to be a powerful partner for our clients. And Annie is here today to talk about that road to mastery. Now, she's going to talk a lot about being a master certified coach, that sort of her passion in life, that's her focus. And as important as that is, I also want to emphasize that if that's not currently on your path, or if you feel like that's just a silver ring or a gold ring too far away, please don't let that turn you away from today's show. Because I promise you that what Annie and I are going to talk about is going to bring you value. We're going to talk about how to create a really clear coaching agreement in a powerful way that gets to the thing beneath the thing that keeps us from doing just surface level coaching. We're going to talk about masterful partnership and actively listening and how we truly help our clients transform into the place that they want to be into the goals that they want to reach for and how coaching can create that kind of energy and flow for them and masterful coaching in particular now annie is a master certified coach she's been coaching individuals teams and and relationships to make radical change since 1997 she's been in her own business for over three decades. Her company, Radical Wisdom, focuses in on something that we're going to be talking about, which is the Essence of Mastery Summit. Now, I like to have Annie on this time of year because this time of year, many coaches are in that place of, oh my gosh, I, maybe I thought I had enough continuing education credits to renew my credential, but I'm short. or I don't have those gold core competency credits that I need. And as we're approaching the end of the year, and many credentials are, are coming up for renewal in December, this is a perfect time to grab hold of those extra credits if in fact you need those. And Annie is the host and creator of the Essence of Mastery Summit. So first off, I've brought Andy on so that we can just talk about what does masterful coaching look like and give you some solid takeaways about how to engage powerfully with your clients. In addition, if you happen to be one of those coaches who are realizing that, oh my gosh, I need more credits, or I just want to learn from some really masterful coaches, how to up my game, how to up my performance, then listen to the end of the interview when Annie is talking about the Essence of Mastery Summit. I will say that annually, you know, she does the Summit and it is my go-to resource to let coaches know about how to learn from really talented coaches, how to get those gold core competency credits at a really reasonable price, and Annie has agreed that my listeners are going to get an ongoing discount for her Essence of Mastery Summit. Now, the very last, if you need it for this year, you really want to pay attention because the beginning of December is the final live training to be able to get all those core competency credits. So, I'm not going to go into all the details of that right now, but I will reinforce right before we get into my interview with Annie that I have created a resource page that I'm going to be adding to on a regular basis of those tools and resources and trainings and platforms that make my business flow for me because. Remember, the Star Coach Show is all about bringing you resources and tools and strategies for you to be successful as a coach. So I'm going to be adding resources on a regular basis to starcoachshow.com slash resources, starcoachshow.com slash resources. And you can go there to just explore what's Meg using in her business that she really likes. What are some resources that she is, that she believes in that can help me grow my business or grow my skills, all those very things that I create the show to do. And on that resource page definitely is the Essence of Mastery Summit. I encourage you to look into that if you need those credits, if you want to learn and grow from some truly masterful coaches. So let's meet one of those coaches right now. Let's go to my interview with Annie Gilson. Annie, welcome to the Star Coach Show again. It is wonderful to see you and to catch up with you. How have you been? I
1: have been phenomenal. It has been such a year of change and it's been a long time since you and I connected. It's so wonderful to see you,
0: Maggie. It's so good to see you too. And we, Annie is my go-to person about working around mastery. She has an annual summit, The Essence of Mastery. It is my kind of go-to for sending people for getting those much-needed core competency credits. And you're just somebody wonderful to talk to about what do we need to be thinking about as coaches when we think about taking our coaching to the next level. And so it was time to bring you back. You were on episode 132. We've had more than a hundred episodes since you were on last and heavens to Betsy, it is time. So tell everybody a little bit about what lights you up about working with coaches to help them get that much stronger in their skills.
1: What a great question. You must be a coach. (laughs) Wow. So much here. I'm trying to sort through my thoughts. I think the thing is that I've always felt like a change maker. I've always felt like I'm here to do something bigger, and it used to bug me. What is it? And then I started to realize I see the world in a very different way than a lot of people. And then I started finding coaches, and it seems that we all see the world in a different way. And the thing I noticed is that we're not very good as a human race at communicating with each other in a way that is respectful as a rule. I'm just looking at all the different levels in our society government, corporations, even just day to day, you know, we can do better. We don't know how to disagree with each other. That's really what it is. We find a way to make the other
0: wrong, you know, That is just, we're just not good at it. Right. And yet it's a part of being a human being. It's a part of all of us being unique and creative on our own that we're not all going to see things the same way. So what, you know, there's got to be a better way, huh?
1: Well, it's that we're very attached to not being wrong. I think we often feel that something is wrong with being wrong. Like we've made being wrong so (laughs) wrong. And instead, you know, it's been a life lesson. I, I think that a lot of us, Go through things realizing, oh, I'm here to learn this so I can help someone else learn this too. So that's just a kind of a meandering way to coaching because, you know, as you know, coaches are here to help people bring out their best, to unfold, to discover their gifts, to live their best and fullest lives. And, you know, I work with coaches, I mentor coaches very specifically to get their MCC. Sometimes I'll take them on to get their PCC but all credential coaches. And the reason I've chosen that is because I believe that we as International Coach Federation Credential Coaches have a secret sauce. I think at, especially at the MCC level, we actually hold the key for how to have true conversations from unconditional positive regard. I think we know how to do this. So there's a a stake in the ground, yes, I care deeply about the profession. I think, honestly, and this might, you know, people might not like this, but I think that the MCC should be the only credential I see <laughs> because when you coach at that level, it's sustainable change, Meg. We aren't mm. talking just good intention. We're talking about getting underneath something and really creating a way for someone to move forward powerfully in their life to create and manifest whatever it is that they're truly longing to create. And that's a powerful statement. We, do that. we do that. And we have the skills. Who wouldn't want a part of that? I often say it's, it's interesting because Fran Fisher, Teresa Poole, and myself have had these conversations and actually put it on the Essence of Mastery Summit website as well. Why should anyone go for their MCC? What's important about an MCC? Because, you know, when I applied back in 2009, it was a 93% failure rate. Right. That's an intimidating statistic. And at that time, we had to do one live coaching demo or coaching session and Mm -hmm. one recording. And I don't like failure. So, you know, I did the first pilot project for the Essence of Mastery Summit, I brought on 30 PCCs who were ready to apply for their MCC. And I brought in 14 different ICF MCC assessors, and I interviewed them. And I said, what does it take to become an ICF Master Certified Coach? And that was the beginning of the summit. I didn't know it at the time, but right. that's really what the summit is also about. But the reason I do this, Meg, and why I care so much is it isn't just a credential. That's what I'm telling people. It—it it, Why wouldn't you want to be the absolute best at the profession that you've chosen? Why right. wouldn't you go all the way and beyond? For what reason would you settle for being okay? I mean, I remember feeling really stagnant in my skills. I remember I've been coaching since 1997. You reach a certain point where it just starts to feel boring. And that was a sign I, you know, I knew I had to do something. And one of the reasons I do the summit is because I do live coaching demos, and that keeps me on my toes,
0: right? Nothing like, you know, bringing it forward in front of others for their listening, but and also for their learning and for their critique. So that certainly keeps us very much on our toes. So you've been doing the summit now for how many years? The first one was launched in 2017. So 2022
1: is going to be our sixth, sixth, yeah, sixth one. Good for and you. And we have this upcoming live event in December, which is going to be a lot of fun. But so we had, so Fran Fisher, myself and Teresa had this conversation. Why should anyone go for their MCC? Right. And the reason is because it makes you a better human being. And why wouldn't you go for the highest possible training and credential you can get in your profession to be excellent? This is for people who care about excellence and mastery. This is for people, for coaches who really want to be good at their craft, not just okay, but really good at it. Excellent. Because when I think when we have this skill set, it never leaves us. It gives us a versatility and a flexibility that you don't have a, otherwise. It's a discipline. When you really work at getting those core competencies at that MCC level, and you are you know, really disciplined about it, suddenly you can do it that way, but you also have more flexibility. You can
0: go in and out and in and out and in and out. Right. It's
1: such a great resource for your clients.
0: So good. So when we think about the many coaches that you've worked with over the years, I'm willing to bet that there are certain areas that Mm -hmm. are more challenging than others. Things that you're seeing again and again that coaches might struggle through a little more than other areas. And I'm wondering what, what those are. And I also want to point out for anybody who's thinking who's Fran Fisher and who's Teresa Poole. They've been wonderful guests on the show as well as Annie. And I really encourage you to go to starcoatshow.com, search their names, Teresa Poole, Fran Fisher. You will absolutely love the shows that they did as well as Annie's first show, which was number 132. So just just as a little, because these are legends in the coaching industry that Annie's talking about, and you definitely want to take in all of their knowledge. But let me throw that question back at you. What are some of the things that you're seeing that we tend to have the most struggle with? It's actually, I think we
1: need to do better as mentor coaches in terms of demystifying what it takes to become an MCC because Let's just say as an assessor, it's hard to say exactly, but not enough are coming through at the MCC level, not enough. So when I think about what what the patterns are, and it's the reason why I created the live event that I'm doing coming up in December is on the topic of plunging into the unknown, embracing true coaching mastery. Because not just coaches, but we as a society struggle with not knowing something. I mean, think back to when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and the teacher
0: called on you and you didn't have the answer. How okay was that? That was not okay. That was, and depending upon the teacher or the environment, there could have been some shame involved in that.
1: Heavy shame. I Mm -hmm. remember math was my nemesis. I ended up mastering it because I got an MBA later, but. It was not an easy path. And the teacher would call on me, a, you know, simple math equation or multiplication, whatever it was. And I was paralyzed. I could not answer. I couldn't access my brain. I was just like frozen. The headlights. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Not knowing is not, it's not something that you get over easily. You know, we're- or that you're a,
0: usually given accolades for. Yes. Hey, right? yeah. Oh, aren't yeah. you smart? You don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if you're more in the spiritual realm, you know, the more you know, the more you don't know is actually quite true. However, you know, we're a society that consults experts, 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 this, experts, that. I come back to nobody knows- Whether I like broccoli or cauliflower, I know that. I consult me on that. I mean, there are certain things, obviously, that you must go to someone who is trained in it. Right. But when we're talking to clients, we're not experts, we're not consultants. It's the one profession where our conversation is a hundred percent directed at our, our client. In other words, this is about exploring what they know, not what we know. Right. And we have our tools at the MCC level that helps pull that awareness, that wisdom from them, they discover it. It's that old adage, you can teach a man to fish, or you can give him a fish, which is the life skill that will serve him better. Obviously, you're going to teach him. Well, it's the same thing here. When our clients discover things for themselves, it's far more powerful than if we tell them what we think. And I think it was Laura Whitworth who once said, intuition is 100% correct, but our interpretation is not. So intuition, when from a coaching perspective, we get a red flag, there's something, there's something here, I know there's something here. And then we think we know what it is, right? Pair it back. Don't say, oh, you're angry. What's what's happening that has you angry, pair it back to go, something just changed. What are you noticing? Like, make it really open. So intuition, catch it, but then get curious, get out of thinking you need to know. So this is a habit we've had all our lives. It's not okay to not know. So of course, coaches struggle with this.
0: It's never been okay to not know. Right now. And the value that we bring is in knowing. So it's a real mindset shift to realize that the value we bring as coaches is that the client knows and that we're going to hold that space for them to discover, versus we're going to spoon feed them because we can't spoon feed them. We don't know.
1: Well, and this is where the MCC core competent or the core competencies at the MCC level come in because when and I, it's funny because when I was ready to apply, the core competencies were just words to me. They really, you know, I graduated from CTI. They weren't so much focusing on the core competencies as they do today. I think they do much. You know, they do that now, but I really like looked at them like, what are these things? And why are right. they important? But then when I really started to dive into them, and okay, what do they mean by coaching? Women? What exactly will that create? And so I got in there, and I tore them apart, I chewed them, I experimented with them. And I really got familiar with them, I got intimate with them, each one of them. And what happens is, there's a reason why the ICF has been around now. It's the 26th year coming up. There's a reason why the revised competencies haven't changed all that much. They've changed a little bit. They've made different emphasis. They've changed some words. But ultimately, those 11, those eight that are now there, mm-hmm. but they were 11, are really the same one. And there's a reason for that. They work. They work. They're effective. So when you get The skill of maintaining presence, for instance, right? When you learn how to listen without judgment, because if you are listening and you're thinking about the next question you should ask, then you're not listening. So now you're not listening actively and you're also not maintaining presence and you're trying to prove that you're giving them value. Now you're making it about you and coaching, again, is the one profession that I'm aware of that is 100% about the client and not about our ego. We have to take our ego out of the equation and don't make it like if you goof, if you make a mistake, if you offend, if you whatever, take a chance. Trust, enhancing trust and safety, right? There's a reason that's there. Mm-hmm. We're cultivating trust and safety, it is now. Right? There's a reason that's there because if a client wants to make change and they're going to be vulnerable in front of you, then they have to feel safe. Well, how do you do that? So if you come in as an expert and think you're supposed to know something and tell them something, well, how much are they going to end up trusting themselves? How do you get them there? Right? So the way you get them there is I have to also model that I have to be willing to not know. I'm like a kid in a candy store when I'm with a client. It's like, Oh, what's that? What's that? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not saying use a voice like that. It's curiosity. We're really, really curious. I don't know. I think, and this is the other thing I see coaches making assumptions. So it's all part of it, right? It's all part of that conversation about not knowing. And we do this as a society. So, you know, this is a microcosm of a macrocosm of how we communicate. That's why I have a stake in the ground for changing the way we have conversations on the planet. I think we have the key. We walk around, we're like little assumptions on, on two legs. We walk around with conclusions and assumptions. We, we look at somebody and we think we know what's going on for them. And when you're with a client, you know they say something, we don't say, what do you mean by that? We say, oh, so therefore, blah, blah, blah. But that's where The difference between PCC and MCC comes in and MCC will pause. I always use the phrase slow time down and they'll get curious. Wait a second. What do you mean by blah, blah, blah? Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what it means. You think you know, but you really don't. Only they know. And so our job is to get that out. When you are coming from a place of no ego, no judgment, really, truly listening, not trying to prove and not trying to be an expert of any way, there is a presence that is so potent and powerful and is such an effective catalyst for them. And it gives them so much permission that they are able to create anything. And this is what I'm witnessing with my clients. They're, you know, all of them. It's, it's an amazing thing to witness, actually, Megan. It's truly, we say this a, a lot. It's a sacred journey. We walk with them and it's a privilege. I never take granted.
0: So, so good. As you were talking, one of the things that surfaced for me was that that skill of not knowing how it can translate into also helping with the coaching agreement, because I think that many coaches just get wrapped around the coaching agreement. First of all, I often hear, well, once I get the coaching agreement, then I'll start coaching. No, coaching starts the minute you welcome the person to the session. You are listening actively and engaged and evoking awareness and cultivating trust and safety. All of that is happening while you're establishing the coaching agreement. But the concept of not knowing and being in that place of full presence while the client is partnering with you towards that agreement, can you? It's just sort of explore a little bit about the challenges around the agreement and how this whole being that you're talking about is, as a coach leads towards clarity in the agreement. Right. Well, I mean, you,
1: you nailed it because the coaching agreement is, is probably the number one area that I think coaches need to really, really work on. And Often what happens is clients will come to a call with a particular topic, but it's rarely that topic. We always say we want to coach the who, not the what. If you're coaching the what, you're at a PCC level or an ACC level even. But when you coach the who, that's when you can identify the true driving motivators that gets them to that change. Otherwise, They leave a call with just good intention. How many times have you gotten off a coaching call and you said, oh, I'm going to do this and it doesn't get done. Or even never mind a coaching call, but anything, you know, Mm -hmm. New Year's resolutions, you name it, right? right? I'm going to do that and then it never gets done. Well, why is that? Because we never got underneath it. And that's what an MCC does. They get underneath it. So what happens is they come with a topic and we start getting curious about what that topic is. So we start off with what is the topic? And they'll say, blah, blah, blah. And maybe they'll say a lot of blah, blah, blahs. <laughs> maybe they come with a whole paragraph or three of blah, blah, blahs. And so we often, you know, we design with our clients, first of all, to bottom line, but sometimes our clients learn about themselves by speaking out loud. And we never want to curtail that. Our job is to be taught by them how they learn, how they process, how they move forward. So we listen carefully and maybe we offer, and again, we always want more client than coach, right? We want more client than coach. So we may pick up some key phrases and play them back and say, so you said, blah, 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 or blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Which of those, you know, is important to explore today? Or where would you like to start? You know, open questions. So that's the number one then. And I always say too, that you want to be a little formulaic at the beginning while you're practicing this. Even if you think you're an experienced coach, but if, you know, even experienced coaches, because I, I mean, I can, I've been doing it now, what is it? 24 years. I can still get caught. I have to watch. We always have to watch because it's not a destination, right? Coaching mastery is a way of being. So when we think we have isolated the topic, now we also want to get underneath the topic. What's important about that topic, Or what has you bring that up right now? And then you also want to follow it up with questions like, so what's going to change when you have that? So now we're starting to get into the underneath part. Mm-hmm. And what usually ends up happening, and I love this about coaching, Meg, is that something else will surface. Ah, So the, the example I often use is someone comes and says, oh, I want to lose 25 pounds. I've made that my New Year's resolution. We're coming to the end of the year. Yeah, it's the perfect time to be talking about this, right? I'm going to lose 25 pounds. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to walk every day. I'm going to eat better, blah, blah, blah. Great intentions, but what's the gap? So the client comes with this. This is my topic for today. Now we need to know what is it that they think they're going to have when they lose that 25 pounds? What's going to change in their life? We get really curious. So they've got some idea in their head. Our job is to pull it out. And it rarely is what they think it is. It's usually something else. It's often self-esteem or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So we start to get underneath, well, I'm going to feel better, I'll feel more confident. Okay, so this is, is this topic about confidence. So as we start to dive deeper into the coaching agreement, we're, we're getting our north start. You can't get in a car and just think, okay, I'm just, I mean, you can, but you do not get necessarily get anywhere. You want to know where you're heading. And then you look at a map and you go there. And then if you go the wrong way, you don't go stupid person. You go, oh, let me look at my map and see where I want to redirect. And you continue mm-hmm. on your journey. So that's what happens every time we explore something and uncover it. So now this is the topic. What's important about that? What are the measures of success? What are you looking for to happen when you have that? Where are you now? Where do you want to get to? Questions like that, right? Then the topic is explored and suddenly the topic has morphed. We want to be right there with them. The topic has now changed. Don't just go there. Check with the client. So that sounds like a different topic. And you might just say that and end it there and see what they say. Or you might add a question and say, So, where would you like to go with this? Or, what would be helpful right now to look at? Or, is that a new topic? <laughs> you know, because it is like something's just changed. There's no right and perfect question. I can already hear everyone writing down all the questions. You can write down questions, but Don't forget to track your client, be right Right. there with them. I mean, we're also looking for as assessors, the client has just offered a whole whack of stuff, and maybe they're crying while they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Don't overstep anything, step over nothing. I always say step over nothing. So they've Offered a whole bunch of things. Don't go off to left field and bring something that was completely unrelated to what they've just said. Make it related. Mm -hmm. They've just offered you breadcrumbs. Come back to the breadcrumbs and say, You've just said la 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 la. Where would you like to work with? Or what would you like to work with here? Or what is the focus? You know, we're we're tracking them. And you said a really important word before. You said the client partners with the coach. It's actually the coach partners with the client. Oh, did I say it backwards? Yeah, that's okay. But that is the also something that's overlooked partnership mm. how do we know that we're partnering with our client because we give them the choice right we notice what they say we offer it back to them and they choose you know here's here's your buffet of choices you've just laid out where would you like to go that's right. partnership that's- the second your directive in any way whether you say like the second I hear a, a coach, client just said a bunch of stuff, and they're crying, and then the coach goes somewhere else. Or the coach picks one of the things.
0: Okay, so let's start here. And I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, done that. You know, yeah. <laughs> done because that. we can kind of get pulled into one thing, or maybe it, it resonates with us, but it's not about us. So being able to use that fine art of not knowing as we're establishing the coaching agreement and that that the client is the one that knows, even if they're crying, even if they're upset. And that's the other thing. It's okay. If our clients are crying, it's okay. If they're upset, they're human beings. We don't need to pull out a therapist card and hand them the therapist card. Our, I mean, there are times that there, and that's not what this shows about, but yes, there are times that you might refer somebody to a therapist, but emotion is not an automatic go to therapy card. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, my God, it just reminded me of a quote from again, Laura Whitworth, who I'm who I totally admired. She said, just because a client is having an emotion doesn't mean they need therapy, right? You no, know, having an emotion is a perfectly human thing. And I watch a lot of coaches be really uncomfortable with emotions and say, Oh, they're there, you'll be okay. No, be with them. When we're Think about yourself when you have something really deep going on. Do you want someone to go there, there, it's okay. You'll be okay. No, I want someone to just be there. Just hold to the space. With, yeah. Hold the space. Be with my witness. Mm-hmm. Do nothing more than, and then ask me, what do you need? Perfect. It's a Perfect. simple question. Mm-hmm. Again, we're these conclusionitis on, a t- on two walking sticks. That's what we do. We walk around with conclusions and assumptions. We forget to give space back up and go, what am I assuming here? That's what you always want to check back with. What am I assuming? I'm assuming I know what they mean. I'm assuming what I know where they want to go. That's why in the coaching agreement, we have check back with your client, make sure that they are. So the topic is. Yes, is that correct, right. Right? right? Confirm the topic, confirm the outcome, confirm. You don't want to sound like a parrot. You don't want to parrot right. every word they say. Please don't. Yeah, you know, because it's really hard to listen to a coach who does that. But you see, if you're in your head, you're not present. And if you're trying to perform, you're not present. You're not tracking them. You're not partnering with them. You're trying to prove your value. Get out of your ego. Stop trying to be perfect at it. And just get over there with
0: them. What do they and a need? Lot, yeah, and they might. So just this morning, I had a mentor group, practice coaching. The The client said something that he wanted. The coach listened and then said, so my understanding is this is what you want from the session. And he said, no, that's not what I want from the session. This is what I want from the session. And she said, wonderful. Thank you for clarifying that. So I guess my point in that is you might get it wrong. Um, We're not, you know, crystal balls. We do not have yet. It's all about like giving that the, the client obviously felt very comfortable saying, no, that wasn't it. This is it. And the coach was completely without ego in saying, oh, thank you for clarifying.
1: And this is the thing. We have to be willing. This is another ego place because if you're stuck on being right, then you've just made the coaching about you, right? And coaching isn't about us. Coaching is about our clients. We have to get out of their way. We have to get out of our way to get out of their way. And that's the biggest thing about, you know, being willing to not know if, and we also have to model vulnerability to them. We have to model a way So when we say, you know, when a client says, no, it's not that and the coach lets it go, beautiful, right? Then the coach is like right there, tracking right there with them. We have to be willing to be wrong, right? I had a a client, I often quote the situation, I actually had a client show up and I had been on Zoom all day and her Zoom audio wasn't working, so right away I said something like, "Well, you'll have to check on your side because I, I've been using my Zoom and and it's it's been fine." So I think the issue is on your side. And her face just fell, and that's the other thing—you don't want to ever step over anything, right? So her face just fell right away. I said, "Oh, something just happened. What just happened?" And she—I didn't use the word "oh" because mm-hmm. you know, but I just said, "Oh, something just happened." Like I caught it. And so what she admitted to me was that. She had a lifetime of being wrong and it just triggered it. And so I went, oh my God, I mean, of course it could have come from my side. Let me see, let me check maybe. And it's funny because ever since then, if I run into any audio or technical difficulties on my end, I never assume. Because there's that, that you know, that right. A-S-S-U. Right, right, right. <laughs> I never assume it's on their side. It could be on my side. And there's something in what that does, our willingness to be wrong, our willingness to be vulnerable, that actually gives them permission to do that too. So that coaching agreement actually might surface throughout the entire conversation, Meg, the entire coaching conversation might be the agreement surfacing what they really are bringing to the conversation. And every time it morphs or changes we track them. Okay, so now this is the topic. And we start again, what's important about that? What do you want to have by the end of the conversation? And these are the things that might feel formulaic, ask them, what is the topic? What are you going to have by the end of the conversation? What's important about this? Now, what's going to change when you have that Mm -hmm. and keep tracking where are you now? Mm -hmm. And don't forget, at some point, even midway through the call, Check back and say, hey, where are you with where you wanted to be? Are we on track? And they go, hell no. I'm like, not at all. Well, you want to find that out earlier than later.
0: Right, right? Right. exactly, (laughs)
1: exactly. So for God's sakes, don't wait till the end, you know, five minutes before. By the way, are we on track? Right, you don't want to do that at the end. Right make sure you have good regular check-ins, not ad nauseum, but just nice. When you're not doing it from your head, and you're really tracking your client, and you really are caring about about them, because to me, coaching's heart. Mm -hmm. It's a heart space. When we're not trying to prove our worth, when we're not trying to be the best coach or ask the perfect question or the one that's going to change their life, you know, there's a presence of being with them that gives them so much permission to create so much change. And that's what makes it so powerful. So at the beginning, be a little formulaic with the coaching agreement, ask those questions, write them down, those are okay to write down while you practice this skill. And eventually, what's going to happen is you'll become so adept at it, and you'll be so in curiosity. And this is what I did. It took me an entire year, Meg, to prepare for my MCC. It is not easy work. The leap from PCC to MCC, it's different worlds. Right. It's just huge. It's a huge leap. And most people think, oh, I know those competencies, but I know. But it's
0: not theoretical. It's the way that you are able to be in that space, which is why you practice and you get good at it and you continue to learn and grow and be okay with not knowing Uh, Because it it is not just, I know the competencies by heart. No, knowing the competencies and being the competencies are two different things.
1: And here's another very important tip. Record and listen, record and listen, record and listen. And put your ego away because it's painful to listen to yourself when you're Mm -hmm. on this journey. I know I cringed multiple times when I- Multiple times. And for all of you
0: who have worked with me, I did not- put Annie up to saying that. I know you hear me say that again and again. That came clearly from Annie. It had nothing to do with Meg, but yes, I agree with that 100%. So Annie, as our time is wrapping up today, tell people a little bit about You shared a little bit about the summit at the beginning, but what do we need to know about the summit?
1: So the summit is a group of, there's 10 of us. So there's a live event, which will be held December 7th through 9th. Uh, I believe it's at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So we're doing two hours on the 7th, two hours on the 8th, and three hours on the 9th. There's going to be live coaching demo. We're going to be exploring it from the ICF core competencies at the MCC level. There'll be breakout rooms. It's going to be interactive, chock full of learning, a lot of fun. Um, I've got Teresa Poole and Fran Fisher coming as guests for the first hour so people will get to meet them. We're going to have a conversation again on why the EMCC is so important. And it's much bigger than a credential. The credential is just part of it. Because once you get the credential, you're not, you're not complacent. You still have to do the work. It never stops. Right. Um, so the summit is live. So it's what they call blended learning. There's a component that is live and there's components that's recorded. So my seven hour live event is live. (laughs) But then there are an additional nine, actually 10 uh, recordings. So nine 90 minute ones and one one hour bonus that they get. And it's 21 ICFCCUs so which if you're is at the end huge. of the year right. and you need to renew your credential and also 1.5 of them are with ethics, which we're including every year now, because we need three ethics credits for renewal as well. So you get one and a half from this. The, the conversations are all about the core competencies at the MCC level. They're all about how to demystify what we're looking for as assessors for an MCC quality or caliber recording. Um, we have really fun conversations. The presenters are generous with their bonuses. They're just generous. Coaches are generous in by nature. Coaches really are. love to share, you know, their gifts and we want to make the world a better place. I mean, I don't know a single coach who doesn't care about the state of affairs in the world and want to make the the world a better place. And we we don't come from a place of, I know what's better for you. Our job is to find out what's better for you, not to right. tell you, but to discover it for you, that you, that discovery. See, I'm on and on. I no. love about coaching. Matters. No,
0: I absolutely believe. It. And I wanted to have Annie on in this time slot because I get so many calls from coaches who are panicking, realizing that their credential is coming up for renewal at the end of December. And Annie has agreed to give star coach listeners, a special rate, but you've got to sign up by December 1st. So this is like the last possible time to do this. If you're particularly, if you're due at the end of December of 2021, but also just in general, this is an annual event. So if you're hearing this, not in the time frame know that the Essence of Mastery Summit is something to pay attention to and that often Star Coach Show listeners will get a special rate for that and it will always be on our resource page. Actually, we are going to do that
1: from now on. We're going to make sure that Star Coach uh, listeners get a special rate. Um, And so this phone, I just want to make a correction. Uh, The deadline to sign up for the summit to to, to buy the summit. So it's essence of mastery summit.com. Essence of Mastery Summit.com. And I guess Meg, you have a link. I'll have a site. special
0: link if you want to be able to get a hold of the special rate for Star Coach listeners. It'll be at in the show notes here and also on Starcoach Show.com slash resources. But the deadline to register for that December live event is December 1st. So
1: they cannot delay.
0: And we'll have all yes. the details for that both on the resource page and in the show notes for this episode. I just wanted to bring Annie forward today because being masterful in our coaching is something we should all be striving for. And yes, I should it on you, but we should all be striving <laughs> for that. And um, and and this resource is one way to, to do that. So Annie, thank you for your time today. You're so
1: welcome. And thank you, Meg, for doing what you're doing for the coaching profession for featuring coaches, for demystifying what coaching mastery is. You're up to some great stuff and I'm grateful for you too. My pleasure.
0: I know that was a lot of great information. So be sure to check out the show notes at starcoachshow.com slash 264 for more information about Annie and about the Essence of Mastery Summit. The other place you can get information about the Essence of Mastery Summit and access the discount code for Star Coach listeners is starcoachshow.com slash resources, starcoachshow.com slash resources. I want to thank Annie again for bringing her mastery to the show. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, we just had Annie, which is. All about strengthening skills, and that's one of my core pillars of the Starcoat Show. Last week, we had Doug Brown talk about win win selling conversations, all about business building and how to engage in that aspect, another pillar of my show. Well, next week, I'm welcoming Julie Davis Colon to the show to focus on healthy leadership, how to engage the key component to healthy leadership, which is all about leadership and engaging in organizations, which is the third pillar of my show. So, boom, I did my hat trick right there. Last week, win-win selling. This week, road to masterful coaching. Next week, healthy leadership. Great representation of, of what it is that the Star Coach Show is all about. And I invite you back each and every week as we explore these different elements of coaching. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rate and review wherever you listen so that more people can find the show. Remember that each and every week I am going to add new resources to the Star Coach resource page at starcoachshow.com slash resources. I know that having the right resources, tools, the right strategies are going to help you take your coaching to the next level. One of the best ways that we can access things that work are engaging with people who have used them and walked the path before us. So that's why I created the resource page. I hope it's helpful to you. So until next week. This is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a blessed and happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you next week.